Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Points of Interest podcast, Denver Comic Con Day One Review. Cap yeah. off. Hey, everyone. That's Francis. He's over there. <laughs> I'm over here. And I'm Josh. I'm over here. We are going to be your host for the weekend, and we start today off with an incredibly long line. A ton of excited fans ready to be a part of this big event, Denver Comic Con 2016. It was a lot of fun to see just so many excited faces in that crowd. Yeah, I mean, we we, we looked at the uh, our badges, oh, and right. the badges say 9 o'clock, so I just thought doors this year were an hour early. Right. So we planned ahead, got yeah. up nice and early, mm-hmm. got to the show on time. Yeah. Just on time, what we thought would be just on time for doors, mm-hmm. and we discovered we're an hour early, which, which was, was fortunate for us. <laughs> it was awesome because I really wanted to get this awesome crowd shot, yeah, of the camera just rolling down the crowd and and focusing in on a couple people here and there. I didn't realize it was going to be the line was going to be as deep as it was. It was, uh, but that's good because mm-hmm. it actually made the line shorter. Right, you'll see there's yeah. a time lapse on the video where we just kind of zoom through like the tail end of the line because it just kept going. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was. Um, it, then right, right before the doors open, we uh, we strategically set up right inside the doors and which, right inside the doors. Which, in all honesty, I was a little surprised we were the only ones to do that. I was kind of surprised that no one else decided I'm going to report in front of these doors when the crowd comes in. Instead, people were recording from, like, different spots. Just, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, you know, height is always a great advantage point to take pictures from. But just the fact that they were just going to show, like, here's a sea of people oh, coming right, in. Right, it's right. kind of fun to be in the middle of it because people were reacting to us, to, you know, kind of introducing the crowd coming into the convention, which is a lot of fun. Yes, and, and uh, there will be something fun after the uh, convention. We'll have mm-hmm. a, a special Steve Irwin esque oh, uh, expose, <laughs> if you will. Uh-huh. Think of it as a, a Steve Irwin episode at Comic Con. Yeah, not only a tribute to the man, but also kind of like uh, his style of of looking at the world and the the wilds of, I guess, the conventions. That yes. be a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, we we spoke with the volunteers. Yes, this morning everybody was very excited, caffeinated, yeah, fed, ready mm-hmm. to go. Everybody had big smiles on their faces. Uh, the the crowd walking in was just ecstatic. I mean, we heard we heard the actual show floor burst in excitement. As they got the five minute warning, I think right. that they were getting the show floor pumped up. We were we were getting riled up. Well, they were, they were getting the volunteers riled up and ready to you know help these people out. So that was that was exciting because you know it was just out of nowhere. You know these people just standing. We've never seen the intricacies before, which is I think why for me it was like wow, these guys are really they volunteer for a reason. They dig doing what they do for sure. And then I mean this year so far has been an amazing crew, and, I mean, it always is. Yeah, as far um, as I know. I mean, I, I don't remember too much from last year because I, uh, I was kind of chained to a table last year. <laughs> which, uh, you know, it, it, I was interested to see that there are some podcast tables, which I always love to see at yes. uh, conventions. See I, some representation. We loved being a part of uh, Podcast Peak last year and mm-hmm. hope that's something uh, that will return to Denver Comic Con in the near future. Uh, but we uh, spoke with uh, uh, yeah. Beyond the Trope podcast, uh, yeah. a literary podcast, which we uh, plan to sit in and have a little chit chat with them. Mm-hmm. I, I think pick I'm their think, brains. Yeah, pick their brains a little bit about uh, literature 
or or why just they podcasting in general yeah. i think because you know it's funny how we chose what we do you know you and i do a, a nostalgia podcast and we do a convention podcast and it's like why do we do that stuff and why does someone focus on books and why do they do that like it's pretty cool to kind of get it from all sides yes uh, all genres yeah and as far as all genres, this is going to be a hard jump, but we, we uh, were able to find all of our artists and creator friends mm-hmm. uh, fairly easily yeah, uh, and, and get to, to just meet up with them and, and visit with them and say hi and just catch up since the last show. Right. You know, or wherever the last time I saw these people. Now, of course, uh, for those new to this podcast or to our network in general, you know, Josh lives out here in Colorado, so he's familiar with the Denver area. I come out and visit. This is my second year of visiting Denver for this particular specific convention. And so he has accumulated these friends over the years since he started going to Denver, right? Like, that's kind of when you started making these friends. Oh, yeah, totally. It is in the convention scene. And so it was really cool to kind of be... uh, as a person who doesn't really talk well with people, <laughs> despite the video that you're, you've just, well, I guess we'll have seen, because I think this is going to be a separate uh, podcast, but the video that you had just seen, if you go to the Points of Interest YouTube page, you're going to see us, or me, acting the fool in front of all these people, which is not a usual thing. But uh, this guy over here, though, that, who I'm pointing, no one can see this, but I'm pointing to Josh. Um, he <laughs> he's made these friends, he's made these acquaintances, he's made these connections with these wonderful people, and you will actually get to hear them in future episodes. We'll have interviews with them, and and you'll be talking with uh, quite a few of your uh, your friends in the con. Yeah, we uh, lined up. We have uh, Nikki Rapp, Dan Connor. Robin Childs. and Corey Childs, Beyond the Trope. Amelia Emberwing will be talking to tomorrow. Yes. Um, we'll be talking to... AJ Abano, probably. I believe we're going to be speaking with him, the uh, creator of Pop Cult Pins. Yes, AJ. Yeah, we might even... Uh, hopefully, we can even get uh, Tony Southcott of Human Echoes. See how his... You know, see how things have been since the last time we've seen him uh, last year. We keep, luckily we keep in contact on Twitter. So that's kind of cool that we're still like, you know, uh, Tony's also a local guy. Mm-hmm. Amelia's a local lady. Um, the, the childs are local yes. artists. I mean, we're talking with a lot of local people here. It's pretty amazing. It's great. And it's, it's crazy that, you know, just in a few short years, cause it mm-hmm. really has just been a few short years. That right. I've been going, doing this and I've gotten to make these really cool connections with, people i would have never have met Mm -hmm. otherwise um and also later on i think uh, josh will be meeting up with a friend of his uh who does another podcast uh that's all numbers (laughs) (laughs) it's uh the 5280 yeah yeah uh we should be uh podcasting with him at some point i I know that uh between you and I, Francis, and our very good buddy, Savannah, from Speak Geek to Me, we will totally definitely be having a totally. megapod of some sort, some sort of megapod of yeah. points of interest hosts and, and, and friends. Yes. It, it seems that we get to do this at conventions and, and finally get to meet up and, and just interact with each other in a totally different way that... We, We've all been interacting with each other for three, four years now in audio form. 
So we've just been talking about what's to come. Let's talk about what actually happened today. So we've talked about the crowd at the front. You know, we were we kind of alluded that you were watching a video. You should have again at the youtube.com slash POI podcast. Go over there, watch the video, take a look, because again, you'll get to hear my really bad Australian accent. You get to see uh, you know, you're, you might even see your own face in the crowd, which is going to be a lot of fun just to kind of like, hey, there you are. What's up? Um, but you'll, you'll see a lot of that. But today we hit the floor and we hit it hard and we went there just running. And not only did we meet up with a lot of your friends, you know, we did see art that we enjoyed, uh, you, you know, some voice artists that you were particularly interested in speaking with. There was one who... Um, I guess that's the voice of General Grievous, who you were able to yeah. speak with briefly, which was nice. Uh, Matt Wood, yeah, the sound designer mm-hmm. of Star Wars and the voice of General Grievous, who I had met in Philadelphia, who uh, I helped during the moderation of, yeah. the, of the panel. Uh, I just went over just to say hi, yeah. just to say <laughs> hi, and and uh, I let him know that hey, I you know I did send a request to your PR team, mm-hmm. but I hadn't heard anything back. That's not why I'm here to talk to you. Right. I just want I just want to say hi and want to make sure you had a good time in Philly, and I'm glad that you remember me from Philly, and and yeah, I, it's just thanks for what you do. And it sounded like uh, he might try and work something out, possibly, and talk with you, and, sure. and to possibly talk with me. But we'll see. And if not. Mm-hmm. I can go by and say hi again and yeah. hope to see you again in another show. And I really only bring that up because, again, you're, you know, it's kind of cool. I don't, I don't travel as much as Josh has recently to these different conventions, but to see kind of the relationships he's building. Um, one of the people we wish, we wish was there that we would have loved to have talked to, Mark McKenna. It would have yeah. been really cool. He, he, he was there last year. We got to get to know him for the first time last year. and. And, uh, you know, we want to kind of talk about him because he's, you know, he's a good friend of, well, I guess kind of a friend of the network, friend of us, um, a supporter. Yeah. Uh, He's just an all around good guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got to actually spend some time with him in March. He came out here for Starfest. And for those who may not know the name, I mean, he's a Marvel and DC artist. I mean, the guy does great work. He has uh, usually he has a booth. He at um, conventions all over the country. I think right. I don't remember what state he's in right now, which is why he wasn't here at Denver. But hopefully, we can hit him up next year at one of the other cons we go to, which would be a lot of fun. For sure, uh, great guy. Great guy. Uh, um, speaking of other artists, yes, I was going to bring him up. Uh, Robert Elrod. Yeah, uh, horror artist. Horror. Local horror artist. Uh, this guy's awesome. He wears a fez. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's his very distinct. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it helps you find where where somebody is. Yeah, you know, he's he's on this row, this you know, this booth. Mm-hmm. Well, if somebody's having a hard time figuring out where that is. You look for the guy in the fez. Yeah, good it's, guy to pass come by and pass by and look at his art. It's 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 quality stuff, man. It's, it's really cool. good and just an all around nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I enjoy speaking to him when I see him at shows, and it's. Uh, I don't have the connection, you know, with him quite yet that some of my other friends do, but yeah. that comes with speaking with people and sure. just, you know, shooting the shit, if you will. Now, I realize a lot of this episode has been about us. We're patting ourselves on the back, who we've talked to, who we haven't talked to. Let's talk about the convention as a whole. It is 
designed differently from last year. They have a larger emphasis, which was I was I was really happy to see. I was really excited to see a larger emphasis on the artist alley. I mean, there was a ton of just row upon row upon row of just artists that are easy access. I mean, like you can totally. it's like totally. It's so nice that they kind of adopted this new, uh, the, I guess, layout on the on the show floor. Well, they mixed it up. Yeah. Right. The in years past, the celebrity summit, where the the celebrity autographs right. and picture area yeah, yeah, yeah. has been right at the front. Well, in the front, if you went into a certain door, uh, now it is adjacent to Artist Alley. It's within the hopes, I'm sure, to bring more people into Artist Alley. Uh, from early reports from our friends in Artist Alley, uh, I'm already hearing that it's uh, a successful, you know, uh, mix-up of the f- show floor. Uh, I enjoyed it just because it it seemed more open. And approachable. I mean, you know, it's not these narrow... I've been to conventions where, like, you have to literally elbow people out of the way. Yes. I mean... Uh, you know, I love WonderCon, but WonderCon, I think a couple of years ago, was was victim to this, where you literally, you had enough room for two people to cross, and that's not enough. I mean, people are in costume, people are in cosplay. I mean, you're going to see elaborate things in in their costumes, and, you, and you're not going to get out of, you're not going to be able to get out of their way. They're going right. to bump into you, it's going to be rough, and it's hot and sweaty in this, those closed areas, so it was really cool to kind of see uh, the redesign of the layout, so... For those people who have not been to, to Denver, people who have not been to this convention specifically, as long as they keep it, I think they'll keep this for next year. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to predict right now that when I come back in a year, it's going to be this layout again because I think it was a successful layout. And people will be complimenting the the convention uh, moder- or managers or whatever, like the people who, who put together the convention. I believe that there will be people saying, thank you so much for doing this because it's so much easier to get to the people I love. So I like that a lot. For sure, for sure. Um, even, I mean, even the vendors, there's a little little mix-up in the vendor, how they were all put up together. Um, um, I've seen a few different vendors this year that, you know, you always see the same at every show. You know, you got T-Shirt Tower. You, yeah, the T-Shirt Tower. That's everywhere. That's every convention. And, yeah, T-Shirt yeah, Tower is yeah. everywhere. And, and, you know, now, now the real cool thing, actually, that I've been seeing pop up to kind of give this, this this statement a bit of a spin yeah. is the 3D printing of yourself. I see, oh, I didn't see that. Where was that? I was, I'm just uh, I've seen attention. this now at uh, three different shows. Oh, that's cool. Uh, oh, the, you told me about that. Yeah, I thought you, Did you see it here? Did you see it at uh, Denver? I believe I saw a flyer for it. Oh, that's cool. Okay. I want to say I did. Mm-hmm. I just we haven't hit every single row yet. No. We 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 kind of fluttered around. <laughs> we did flutter around. We were like, let's go over here because I know, you know, a layer of Abraxas mm-hmm. is over here and I want to talk to Cody and see what he's up to, yeah. you know, f- you know, free press for him and everybody else, you know, like which um again there'll be video of his interview um at the YouTube page. You yes. wanted to check that out because their their store is unique and fascinating. And hey, it's a place you can chill out. It is, and that's exactly what it's designed for. I mean, you, you walk in, you decide if you want an unlimited amount of e hookah juice and tea, or yeah. you just want a little bit. I'll take and the tea. tea or coffee. I'll take either. You sit down in big comfy chairs or couches. Gotta have the comfy chair. And you play board games. 
You can just sit and talk with your friends. You could podcast from there. Which You know what I did notice? Maybe I hadn't been everywhere. So a lot of conventions usually have a a designated area for tabletop gaming. I didn't see that this year. Is there an area for tabletop gaming at Denver? I know there is a gaming area. I, th- I guess we just didn't. Oh, we you know may what? not have hit it. We yet. hadn't hit it yet. But and the reason why I bring this up is because there was this open like lunch area, like this food court area that I've never seen at any convention ever, where they actually like open up this space for just a bunch of tables and chairs where you can just chill out and eat. And that's part of the redesign is that that area was the Celebrity Summit, right? In years past, yeah. And I'm glad they changed it around because it, uh, we were there, you know, nine o'clock in the morning. We were there early. And so it was nice to find a spot where you can just kind of hang out and chill and didn't have to fight anyone for it because there was just a ton of space. Yeah, I I don't see them running out of space. No. I mean, you would always find something. You'll always find a little bit of space where you can just hang out and do your thing. And if it does start to get a little tight, it's going to create intermingling of of geeks. Yeah, which is not everyone's cup of tea. As we have learned. <laughs> it may not be everybody's, but, you know, it, we we wouldn't even be in the spots that we're at unless we kind of reached out and started talking to strangers. Yeah. And uh, so that was really cool to see. I was a big fan of that. I was also, I uh, again, last year I was kind of monitoring our table. I wanted to be at the table because it, got, it gave me a chance to interact with a bunch of people I would never normally interact with, you know, um, those who don't know me or are listening to this for the first time, I'm super shy. Like, I just, people freak me out and scare me. Um, again, if you see the video, it may not seem like that, but it's because I have a camera on my face and I am, sh- I am just a ham when I have a camera on my face. But the, the, the ability that all of these, um, these uh, like, uh, panel rooms and things like that, like, uh, these panel rooms allow for people to kind of hang out and do and, and, and intermingle. And, and it showed because there were some specific panels where people were kind of sharing or kind of um, sharing thoughts and ideas. Um, and, and they emphasized that, you know, there were panels specifically for conversation, you know, that were designated and created specifically to talk about an idea or um, an issue that's currently out there. I don't remember her name. I wish I did. <laughs> she was at the um, the zombie, um, the, the the guy with the hat, the cowboy hat, and his her friend, his friend. Oh, the, the, Dan the, Connor. Dan. Yeah, and who, do you remember her name? And I don't remember her Sarah. Name. Sarah. The last name was very complicated. Yes, it I was. remember that. But she's moderate, or she's a part of a panel that's talking about diversity in comic books and like. Um, uh, that specifically about genders and, and things like that. Like so to see that there is an emphasis on kind of conversation and, and discussion was really cool to see. I, I'm a big fan it, of that. It, it's not just all, you know, who would win in a fight, Superman or Batman. Well, that's the thing. I noticed that. Again, I, I, I go to WonderCon, and WonderCon is very specific about entertainment. It's entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. They revealed uh, DC Rebirth, for instance, or they they had a panel where it was called the video games where you just had characters fighting each other, and it was all entertainment. Here, because there's no big reveals or there's no big um, this, like uh, industry stuff going on, they emphasize the education part, and there's a reason for that. There is, is a reason for that, and that is Pop Culture Classroom, the parent company of Denver Comic-Con. The... They're an education program that teaches kids how to read through comic books, which is like the greatest idea ever. 
Yeah, I don't know why that was not a thing originally. Like, of course, comic books is a great way. The, the, the what was it? The Golden Books. Yes, those are comic books essentially. Oh, right? totally, totally. I mean, th- th- that's what they are. Uh, for sure. So it's nice to see this, but yeah, you know a lot about it actually because you've actually you know you you spread the love of this of what, as you what you call it PCC right? as much as I can. Anyway, I well, talk yeah, about yeah, them yeah. everywhere I go. Teaching kids literacy through comic books, and then having them create their own book at the end of the. Um, I didn't know this <laughs> class or semester or session or what have you is super inspiring. I, I don't, yeah, I don't want children whatsoever, but the fact, <laughs> the, the fact that there's a group of educators out there that don't look down on comic books, don't look down on a different way to teach. It's not just, you know, what, what the same book that's been, being taught for centuries upon centuries they're, they're taking a new concept and again you know getting kids interested and excited exactly exactly and, and and that kind of you know I, I brought that up to piggyback off what I was saying earlier it's not it's just not catering to the education of children but they catering to the education of adults adults go here they go to these conventions they want to cosplay they want to you know they want to create comic books they want to make a become a writer and this place is like that's the emphasis I really 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 like that um if you listen to our other convention conventional wisdom i mentioned another convention i went to long beach was which was emphasizing science and and space i mean that was it's not something you get to see every day uh that kind of emphasis on on education and things like that so i thought that was very very cool uh the nine thousand square feet yeah, it's of, huge. of educational goodness for the kids. It, it, yeah. it, 9, 000, think of it this way. Think of it as a 9,000 square foot mini Comic Con for for kids. Right. And, it's fun, and, and I'm glad you brought up for kids because this is probably one of the more family-friendly conventions I've seen in a long time. Places like WonderCon, places like even, I guess, San Diego, you know, Dress code is fairly lax. Sure. Here, you know, I don't know if they do have a dress code here, there's, but I noticed. There is a dress code. Yeah, because I notice like, it's not just everyone falling out of their costume. It's like people being very elaborate with their costumes and being very creative with them, but there's no, it's it's something where you could bring a kid and they don't have to like, well, mommy, what's that why is that hanging out <laughs> like you know like you don't have any any awkward conversations it's actually very very family friendly and i sure. think that's uh, even in the content of their panels from what i've seen again very very family friendly even if you go into kind of the more gender specific stuff or the more controversial quote unquote, controversial stuff it's still i think of course it's not catered towards children but it's not like if you brought a kid in there it's like ah plug your ears johnny you can't hear this Right, right. I, I've been to many shows where, even with the dress code intact, in it's still like, ooh, really? Right. And I don't think, I, I honestly, I can't recall one cosplay where I thought, ooh. Now, mind you, this is day one. And we're, we're kind of giving you a synopsis of what to expect in the next couple of days. You're going to get a second episode. That'll be all interviews. It'll be the interviews that Josh has had and that I'll have at least one, <laughs> at least with one person I know. There'll be one in, uh, one uh, interview from me. But Josh will have spoken with a bunch of people, and you'll have video again 
And the reason why, again, we're emphasizing video is because if you are a regular podcast or Points of Interest podcast listener, we are expanding. Our goal is to expand into video. And we want people to be able to not just see our, you know, hear us, but to see our faces. Less mine, more Josh. <laughs> Less mine, more Savannah. You want to see these people. These people are are nice to look at. You want to see these people. We want to interact with you. We want to be able to show you what we see and show you the things that we do through through our eyes. And you'll see more podcasts, I hope, I think, uh, go into a more video-friendly uh, format to where you get to, see, again, see our faces, our reactions, maybe even we get to share clips and things like that. So we're going to see if we can evolve what we do now into something even bigger. And we're starting with Denver Comic Con. I've always wanted to sit on the couch and have a green screen behind it. There's, so every week, the the podcast can take place in a different city. There's one po- podcast I listen to. I'm not going to mention where it's from because it's outside the network. It's not important. But the main guy always has like this green screen backdrop. And every person he ever has on has like a bedroom or like a living room or a kitchen. I'm like, the dude has it right. Like that guy has it right. Get a little cool little background. It's nothing special. It's, it looks like a fireplace. But it's not his usual, you know. It's not his real background. I want that. You're right. That would be amazing. Yeah, that, you want to, you want to put the fun in it. But I want like, just like a simple, you know, like a study. So I look sure. sophisticated for a oh, second. Okay. Right. 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 Uh, I, I, this whole this whole podcasting adventure, you know, it, it's it, it's an ever evolving thing. Oh yeah. It starts with, for me, a Guitar Hero or a, 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 what's that rock band? A rock, rock band. band a rock yeah. band microphone. And then over the years, it graduates into a two hundred and thirty dollar compression That's... mic that that you know. In the end, this is an expensive hobby. I, I'm gonna not use and go change mics into a completely different category of mics. I've I've done that, yeah. But it doesn't matter to me because this is fun. Mm-hmm. The fact that we get to go to conventions, cover them, be a part of them, work mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. in some cases, yeah, is just. It's like icing. It is. Again, if you guys have listened to our other podcast, Conventional Wisdom, we talked about Amer- uh, Emerald City Comic Con for for a second. Like we talked about our time there, what we experienced. That's the stuff that we we as press live for when we go to these conventions. I know that you as a listener, you're probably not press. Most likely, you're a regular attendee. You go there, you want to see something specific. We're telling you right now that not every convention is great. It just isn't. It's not meant for everyone. Not every convention will be. But Denver seems, if you are a person out of state or if you're a person within the state itself, this is one that you should go to. Look, there's two there's two people of the network that came out here. Well, and to, last year, too. Like, last year, two people from the network year. came in. Like, we found one, it important one came enough to from, come in. One came from Canada last year. Yeah. You know, and then this oh, year. Canada. You know, uh, Fargo. And in the greater Los Angeles area, yeah, you know, have come out here to to, to come check this show out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's it's. I wouldn't have kept coming back or told everybody or when I travel to other shows, talk to them about Denver Comic Con if I didn't believe in what they were doing. Sure, um, I'm one, not trying to shove my face <laughs> up their butts or anything, but well, and it'll it'll sometimes sound like that, and I think we often hype up a lot of the conventions we go to. And I'm not, I'm going to give a disclaimer. I do it not only because I do actually enjoy. I've I've I feel I'm fairly impartial. I've said some negative things about a lot of conventions I've been to. I'd like to think, 
But also, we're you know, it's not our place. We experience it a different way. We experience it in a certain way that no one else that is a regular attendee will ever experience. We get to see literally the belly of the beast. Yes. And so for us, it's a much different experience. But at the same time, we get to see it also kind of from your point of view in the sense that we get to see the celebrities. We get to talk to some of the, the artists and some of the, you know, some of the voice artists and even some of the actors that come to this convention, you know, anime voice actors, um, you know, people who have been on, on Star Wars and Star Trek or whatever. Like we have had a chance to actually speak with these people. And you will too. I mean, you paid to go talk to them, you know, or, and then get your picture and taken with them. And is it worthwhile? And we say, yeah, sure, of course, because we've talked to them. We realize these are nice people. You, this is kind of like Yelp for conventions. Like, uh, how is this place? What do you give this rating? And we, this is one of the, these I think are one of the top. I think if I were to to have a top five, this would certainly be up there. And I think I could only think of five that I would say, no, three technically that I would say go to at all costs. Well, not at all costs, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like as much as you can. Yeah, I, I love the show. I since year one, as an attendee who was secretly there as press, <laughs> uh, all the way up to day one of this year has just been an amazing adventure and, and evolution of the show. And seeing they've anything that has gone wrong, they've corrected in the in the next year. There but, isn't yeah. like a, a nagging ongoing issue with X, Y, or Z. Yeah, something you don't normally see in conventions is the evolution and the change, and we do. I mean, again, as an attendee, you might not see it because you're there for a particular autograph or a particular panel or a particular um, item that you can only get at conventions. We see the evolution. We see how they're trying to make it better for you guys to come out here, and I really that's, I think, why we recommend it so so highly is because we do see how Denver is trying to make it better for the the attendee. Not only, and then of course, you know, let's go ahead and move forward and talk about like the area that it's in. It's in Denver proper, right? Like, it's, it's downtown the heart, Denver, the heart of downtown heart Denver. Of Denver. And uh, this year, it was a particularly strange year because they have so many different events going on all at once. It's not too terribly strange, uh, because uh, for me, it is. I guess because I'm not used to it. Yeah. Denver Comic Con usually has fallen on Father's Day weekend. It's flip flopped between Father's Day weekend and a few weeks prior to it and yeah and this year it's on not only father's day but it's pride weekend and it's also renaissance fair weekend for the for the local denver or for local coloradians or whatever you call it colorado people we learned that today that that those all these well i did at least that all those events were happening at the same time and yet the attendance was amazing like there were so many people there (laughs) there were so many people here at this convention but I, i bring up the area because you know sometimes conventions are held in weird places like I mean, I'm not. I'm gonna kind of throw Philadelphia under the bus, but it wasn't like in a major metropolitan area, right? It was in a small area. Or it, small... it was in the, the the outskirts of suburbia, right? And I only. I mean, it sounds like we're poo pooing on this place, but again, you know, if you know, Josh had a good time. It was a great, you know, he had a, an he amazing had a great, time. Yeah, amazing time. But at the same time, also in you know surrounding area. You're guaranteed to find a restaurant here in Denver where the convention center is located. You're guaranteed to find a hotel. Well, I mean, not a, find a hotel, but if you, uh, you know, uh, get one early enough, you'll get a hotel that's literally blocks away, not miles away. You can walk to the convention mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every day for its entire three-day run. It's Or, or it's you great. can park in certain parking garages. <laughs> let's, that... not, let's not give away that I'm not secret. going to. I'm yeah. not going to say where. But... 
you could park in parking garages that foolishly let their employees oh, go. Oh, they're going to change it. Oh, you while just cursed us. there's still cars in the <laughs> parking garage. Someone just cursed us for next year. We're going to be paying up the up the bum for some of these uh, some of these parking rates. Thanks a lot, Josh. No problem. <laughs> but yeah, go on. <laughs> no, but uh, downtown is is easily accessible from the convention center. I mean, it's right on the, uh, right on the edge there. Uh, the yeah. light rail dumps people off right there at mm-hmm. the convention center. Yeah, uh, it's the most convenient convention I've ever been to, as far as like access to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, definitely. And uh, I really just kind of wanted to bring that stuff up. Uh, also, the police and security there, fantastic. There are a lot of uniformed people. In and around the convention center, you feel safe, you feel protected, you feel like these guys know what they're doing. I haven't seen any, like, sometimes you'll see stuff go down. I've seen stuff go down in other conventions. I won't mention which, but I've seen stuff go down and things had to happen. This one, I didn't see anything go down. But, of course, we weren't everywhere, but we didn't even hear about it from anybody. Like, we didn't see it on the Twitters. We didn't see it on Facebook. It seemed like... It was very peaceful. Everything that I saw is everybody having a great time. Yeah. So we want to reemphasize that. Great time. This is day one. We had an we had an amazing time. Josh and I got to see. I personally got to meet a lot of new people for the first time. I was I'm still kind of on cloud nine for that because I don't get to meet a lot of new people often as myself, you know, going to conventions. So it was really cool for me to be like, hey. This is what you look like in person. That's awesome. Or hey, I know you. Ah, it's good to see you again. Like it was really, it was really nice, and it was a lot of fun. Well, I try to be a gracious host. Ah, you're excellent. Um, so there you go. That is uh, kind of a, a brief synopsis of what to expect uh, when you go to Denver. Like you said, Josh, it happens every year, more or less around the same time. It's super hot, though, which is kind of like, but it's super hot everywhere right now. So I guess it doesn't really matter. Like, it's hot anyway. Um, But, yeah, um, you know, so far so good. I'm having a good time, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow I will be uh, the one that will be floating on Cloud9, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. As the endorphins uh, somehow overpower the nervousness Mm -hmm. that uh, always occurs during interviews. But these people all these people that we we plan to talk to I have spoken to in the past Everyone, so really? all of them oh, all right. uh so it's just a matter of uh just finding that comfy spot and you know it'll be a good time saying saying to myself lips don't fail me that's now. technically true all of the, you know even the one I will be doing I've done already once before so right yeah it'll be it's, it's all just friends talking to each other and that's how I approach things mm-hmm. even if I don't know you I'm still going <laughs> to talk to you as if you're my friend and that was, yeah, and and that just doesn't happen to us as press. That I, we we witness it in the regular folk. You know, we met just people who weren't there for any other reason than just to enjoy the day. We had two. We met two lovely ladies who were just there to enjoy the day, and it was just you know, nice conversation. Oh, before we wrap this up, because we I think you know you get a gist of what's going on in Denver. Um, one other thing that we will be doing tomorrow, or maybe I don't know. I haven't. 
committed 100%, but there is a speed dating, sci-fi speed dating uh, thing that goes on. Never done it before. They don't do it in any of the other conventions I attend to in California. So to see that that is a thing that exists and that I may actually participate in is both scary and exciting at the same time. So we'll hopefully have something like that for you guys tomorrow. Josh, any parting words? Any any last thoughts about this convention before, or at least from day one, before we get out of here? Uh, take the stairs. Do not ride the laughing elevator. Oh. Okay, now I gotta spend one more second. Freaking egg, the laughing elevator or escalator. What's oh, yeah, up escalator. with the laughing escalator? The laughing elevator actually would be a lot more fun. Yeah, because then you can't hear anyone else. You're in a, you're in an enclosed place, and all you hear is. <laughs> so you go down this escalator. It's just one escalator. It's one track of one escalator. Is it really? Yeah. Oh man! Wow! And, and it's the one go, we always took too. And then as you go down it. There is an audio recording of multiple people just laughing. And I, there is no rhyme or reason for it that I'm aware of, but it's a thing. And it's it's, it's just there, man. <laughs> I, don't even, I, I didn't like it. We were there before the whole convention even started. We took the stairs down. I took we took the escalator down. No one was in the it was in the convention center, and you could hear the laughter clearly. I was like, "What the hell is up with this?" Oh, it's because I'm fat or whatever. <laughs> like that was my like. All right, I see what you guys are doing here. No, but it's nothing like that. It's just really strange. It's strange, but we're you know we're quirky here. Yeah, we're well, there. You go. Uh, so yeah, um, if you liked anything you heard, if you enjoyed anything you're listening to right now, um, if you found us through the Denver uh, websites or through anything DCC related. Uh, we have a ton more where this came from. If you like our voices, <laughs> if you like any of that business, you can find more of it. Where Josh, you can find everything that we do here at the points of interest podcast network at points of interest podcast.com. And if you want to berate us or tell us, hey, that was fun to listen to. So you can find me at Sword of Geek on Twitter. And you can find me at 303 underscore Ninja on the Twitters and all over the Points of Interest podcast network, including back when we were interesting. Our nostalgia podcast where we talk about nostalgia. No, yeah. we talked about the things that make us <laughs> feel warm and <laughs> warm and fuzzy. We talk about the same stuff. No, yeah, we're, we're the things that make us feel warm and fuzzy inside, and remind us of, of years past and when we didn't have responsibilities, or, sh or share an experience or uh, entertainment that no one, that, that one of the other uh, hosts never heard or seen before, like Smokey and the Bandit. Yes, yeah. and and the, the amazing soundtrack that that he's bound to So anyway, yes, uh, it, we will have a a day two wrap mm -hmm. up for you as well as yes. interviews and video and pictures. Mm -hmm. uh, and don't forget, we have the uh, video, the, the Steve Irwin video. Oh, the video! Oh, no, don't remind me. Steve Irwin S. That's going to be it. interesting. I don't know how we're going to do that. Um, and one last thing I'm going to pimp out because I do write for a podcast or website called the Geekly Planet. Go ahead and check that out. We also have a day one wrap up. If you don't like listening to stuff and you've made it this far, well, then you could read about <laughs> um, the day one wrap up from the Geekly .com. And that's our show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be talking to you again in about 24 hours, I guess. <laughs> or if you hit forward on the track. We'll be talking to you again. Now. <laughs> right. Right. Right now. Dun, dun, dun. Right. Right now.
or now. Or later. <laughs> <laughs>